You need more hockey news, and the Locked On NHL podcast is here to fill the gap. It is our daily podcast on everything happening in the National Hockey League. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps each and every day, at least Monday through Friday. And if you're lucky, a few bonus episodes. So subscribe to Locked on NHL today, wherever you get podcasts. We haven't played a game yet, but the word is already out that we've got some crazy, passionate fans, and uh, we can't wait to start playing hockey in front of them. You are Locked On Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Kraken fans? Erica Lindsay Ayala here with your Tuesday edition of Locked On. On Kraken. This is another crossover episode, or as I like to call it, a squad cast, this time with Gil from Locked On Islanders. We're two people in New York talking about New York type things, but by way of the Seattle Kraken, of course. This was a really fun one. Gil is just such a great host. He has a lot of knowledge. I was so honored that he invited me to talk that hockey. So without further ado, let's get into the first part of my conversation with Gil Martin from Locked on Islanders. And yes, we do talk about some Seattle Kraken connections with a particular Islanders player. You might know him, but if you don't, you're going to learn today. So right now, it's my pleasure to welcome in Erica Ayala from Locked On Kraken, the newest NHL team and the newest Locked On podcast, for that matter. Erica, great to have you here. Gil, thank you so much. I was so excited to connect uh, with someone covering one of the teams in my local market uh, of New York. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's good. It's good. And uh, it's great to have you and the Kraken on board. And Let's start off with this. Uh, How excited are the fans for this new organization, this new team that's going to be stocking itself with players in a couple of weeks? Oh, there is a lot of excitement, Gil. There are countdowns galore. I try to keep up with them over at Locked on Kraken on social media. But there's a countdown, which we are in single digits now, of course, until the expansion draft. We've got countdowns until the first preseason games everything is happening hopefully we'll soon have an official countdown for the first home game so yeah it's all things Seattle Kraken I was joking on the show Gil before the the final the Stanley Cup final ended that like you know want to want to see a good series but also the sooner the series ends the sooner we can get into (laughs) all things Kraken (laughs) release the Kraken exactly (laughs) Uh, so give, give, give our listeners here on Locked on Islanders an idea of sort of the approach that the Kraken organization is taking to, you know, getting players for their first season. 
Well, I mean, we're still kind of figuring all of that out. Uh, obviously, the cards are kind of on the table in a way that they weren't for the Las Vegas Golden Knights, but Ron Francis is at the helm, and he is a very respected person in hockey, both as a player, of course, and as a general manager, and I get the sense that he's really working his relationships, everything from the AHL affiliate that the Kraken will be partnering with that was of course uh it's a affiliate of the panthers but in north carolina um to his coach his head coach in dave haxtell and some of the coaching staff there recruits scouts all of the things so it's really building up a culture and i think now what we're starting to hear leak out a little bit even though kraken is pretty good at keeping uh keeping things pretty airtight but um is that there are a lot of teams that are potentially interested in trades are there going to be some teams that would rather have more of a sure thing a guaranteed thing than just kind of not knowing necessarily who's going to come off of um, that list of unprotected players. So there's a lot of conversations there, obviously, um, but it's all a matter of what is going to be inked, so to speak, come July 21st. Yeah, and that date is rapidly approaching. Knowing what you know about Francis and his approach, do you think he goes more to the win-now mode that the Golden Knights went with, or is he thinking more long-term young team build it up over a few years i get the sense that it's uh skewed a little towards the latter as far as having a young team i think that was the appeal for having dave haxtell and that is something that ron francis talked a lot about for that press conference introducing dave as the first head coach in crack in history that being said i also get the sense that Ron, just like the rest of us, right, is very competitive. So I think it's a matter of aces and places. And I really think that comes from leadership for Ron. That's how I see him building the Kraken, aces and places, knowing when to, I don't even want to say traditional, but knowing when to, to have a person that knows the NHL, that knows the sport, that has really good roots and good ties, and then also being able to um, infiltrate the staff with people that can innovate and really push the envelope. And you see that throughout the Kraken. So I think that they are going to skew younger for the roster. That being said, I don't get the sense that anyone in the Kraken organization is going to be satisfied with just kind of being a wait till next year type of team. I think they're going to try to revamp and innovate and bring a lot of that young blood up to the next level. And maybe we'll see a style of hockey and we'll see a, a, a hockey team and a franchise run in a way that we really haven't seen before. Let's take a break from our squad cast to talk about rockauto.com. You know it, you love it. It's my favorite family owned business that is serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. You can find all the make, model, parts that you need all in one place in their dynamic catalog. And best of all, you can use your mobile device, you can use your laptop, your desktop, whatever you got, and you can shop online in the comfort of wherever you are and find the best deals. No more spending 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the parts that you need. So go explore their website today for all 
of your auto part needs. Head to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your vehicle. Type locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Coming up next, more of my conversation with Gil. We get a little bit more into the expansion draft. We get a little bit more into what we expect from this Seattle Kraken team, given the coaching staff and other things that they've put together. You're not going to want to miss it. Well, now you got me excited. Now now you got me interested here as to how this is going to come to fruition. So I love it. I love it. Uh, I mean, I remember Ron Francis playing with the Hartford Whalers even before they moved down to to Carolina. So, uh, you know, respect for him goes a long way back uh, for me anyway. And uh, it'll be interesting to see sort of what approach they use to start this new team. When you look at the Islanders roster and and who they're likely to protect, and it, it seems like we know two out of the three defensemen, we probably know solidly five or six out of the seven forwards, uh, and we know the goalie will be Simeon Varlamov will be protected. Who are some of the players in your mind that the Kraken may be interested in selecting from the Islanders? Sure. And this is where I really lean on some experts. It's, uh, you know, I don't envy Ron and his, his crew. They have to know inside and out. 30 teams just to prepare for the expansion draft. But then of course they have to have, they have to know the whole league to prepare for the season. And then beyond that, to be able to properly and adequately recruit. So I don't envy that job whatsoever. So I have been leaning on some other experts, including yourself, Gil, and um, some other experts on in the locked on system to hear what you all are thinking. Obviously, you know, I don't have a team to watch right now. We've got absolutely one player in the system. So um, I, I have to really rely on the eyes and ears on, on the floor. But what I'm hearing, or on the ice, if you will, but what I'm hearing uh, some names that seem to be cycling around, and I would love to get your thoughts on this, Gil. I know you talked sure. about this a little bit last week, but, uh, you know, Kiefer Bellows and Sebastian Ajo are some of the names that I've been hearing. Uh, Kiefer Bellows from Cheap Seats Sports. That's uh, Scott Brendan had him on the podcast this week. And then from the Chicago Sun-Times in particular, um, that's Ben Pope that is saying Sebastian Ajo. That would be interesting. I, I mean, Ajo is sort of right now, I think it would be great for Sebastian Ajo to mm -hmm. head over to Seattle because right now on the Islanders, he's sort of like a quadruple A baseball player. He's <laughs> done everything he can do in the minors in the AHL, but can't seem to consistently crack the NHL lineup and maybe if he were sent over to seattle uh where he would have a chance to play every day that would benefit his career mm -hmm. in a big way i like aho I, I i think that he can be uh you know a halfway decent offensive minded defenseman he's not a liability defensively and you know give him the opportunity i think he could really step up and shine so uh that to me would make sense for certainly for Aho, the Islanders probably wouldn't mind losing him as far as the fact that they don't really have a place in their lineup for him right now. Uh, right. So, so that would make sense on a number of levels, I think. 
Yeah. And you know, that just reminded me of something that you were saying on the podcast. I mean, you have to think about this Islanders team and you know, this is, I, I didn't grow up a Yankees fan, but this sometimes would baffle me about the Yankees is that they would go on these like dynastic runs. Right. And then do a lot of tinkering in the off season, but wh- how much is too much? What are the right pieces to, to keep? And with the Islanders, obviously you haven't quite gotten to the, the, the ultimate goal, but you've gotten really close. And um, you know, I think it was you and, and someone else saying that, you gave, you gave, uh, you know, Tampa a pretty good run two years straight. So, you know, thinking about a player like Aho to your point, is that a piece that you can miss, um, that maybe develops and is just a right fit somewhere else at, uh, at, at, you know, right place, right time, just wasn't the case for the Islanders is, is that kind of how you feel about that? But then, you know, what about Bellows? Do you think, is that the same kind of situation there? Is it a, is it a little bit more of a sting? I don't know. What are your thoughts, Gil? I think Bellows would hurt the fan base more. I think mm-hmm. they, you know, he was a number one pick. He, his father played in the NHL. There would be a little bit more of a, we were looking forward to seeing this guy. And now we're not going to really get to see him. The thing about Bellows, and I think he would also be a really smart pick if Ron Francis goes in that direction. The reason he's not in the lineup all the time for the Islanders is it's not that he can't score we he's got a good shot he's a power forward they usually take a little longer to develop in the nhl so you know even though he's like 23 24 right now it's not like oh my gosh he's he's passed you know the prospect point (laughs) power forwards take a little longer because to play a physical game you have to be more developed physically it's harder to do it against you know professional men than it is in juniors or in college or even in the minors so Uh, But the thing about Bellows is, you know, Barry Trotz demands that you play defense. He wants you to be in all three zones. And at this point, Kiefer Bellows hasn't developed the trust of the coaching staff that, you know, he'll do the right thing when he doesn't have the puck, when when he has to go back and play defense. Uh, So that may be more of a system thing now. Can he learn that? Can can he be coached into doing that? Probably if he's willing to make that sacrifice, but that's what's kept him out of the lineup. So the kid has talent. He's got a heavy shot. He definitely has potential and sort of like Aho, I could see him being a better fit maybe in Seattle than he would be on the Islanders, the way they're presently constituted, unless he changes the way he's willing to play the game. Yeah, that's interesting. And I think it goes back right Gil, to what we were saying that my, my guesstimate, just thinking even about the the coaching hires that they've made, again, Dave Axtell has NCAA experience, has international experience, and even, you know, in the NHL was kind of known and, and um, relied upon to do some player development. Then, of course, he names uh, two guys that are coming up, up-and-coming coaches, you know, a little bit of NHL experience, obviously an AHL head coach in Paul McFarlane, and um, Jay Leach. And I get the sense that, again, this is a coaching staff that is expecting to do a lot of development. So from what you're telling me from both of these players, Bellows and Ajo, it's not getting right that blue chip. And that's going to be hard in, a, in an expansion draft anyway. I think I would argue 
just in my coverage of other sports that I'd say it's uniquely difficult in uh, the NHL for some reason. I don't know. My eye test is telling me that it's a little bit difficult here. But um, but the 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 case being that I do get the sense from what I'm hearing and some of the experts that I rely on to to kind of help me through the next week plus um you know i think that it's going to be a, a younger player from the islanders i think honestly again just knowing who is is expected to be protected from the islanders going back to that this is an islanders team that is right there at the cusp and they're not going to want to lose big pieces you've got some veteran players that can perform they can contribute maybe it's about recycling some young blood in there giving these other guys an opportunity to excel elsewhere and again, I get the sense that the Seattle Kraken staff, not just from the coaches, but particularly the coaches, that's what they are being brought in to do, is to develop young talent. Makes sense. And, and that does seem to be the path that they're taking. What, what about, you know, bringing in a, a veteran like, you know, Nick Letty may be available. There's the big debate. Do they keep, protect Nick Letty or protect Scotty Mayfield? Uh, most people, including myself, think they'll protect Mayfield. Letty is, you know, a kind of guy who could provide some veteran leadership for a younger team. He can quarterback the power play, uh, probably give you, you know, 35 points a season from the blue line. Uh, but he also has, a, you know, a $5 million plus cap hit that goes along with it. Obviously, even if you're going young, there's going to be a sprinkling of veterans that you're going to want to, to lead the team guys like uh letty or uh you know uh maybe some of the uh the veterans up front that the islanders have that might be available uh any thoughts as to whether or not they would be of any interest to the kraken i think you're absolutely right first of all first and foremost gil in any sport regardless you need someone that's been there right or has been closer than anyone else to get you over the hump that knows how to be a professional at the right place at the right time everything from you know knowing how to deal with media right all of right. the uh, you know increased media that you get when you're in the playoffs when you're making a run into the final those things actually matter and so you need someone that's going to ground that but then of course obviously not just in the playoff run but throughout the season you need someone that knows the pace of the game they know the gamesmanship and how the game is played on the ice so obviously yes absolutely would love there to be a veteran i do like the idea of letty just because thinking about a defender that is something that ron francis it's it's very well known that especially in the entry draft or the amateur draft that's something that he likes he likes defenders but he's also told us as media those covering the kraken that the most important things to do is to secure the middle that's your goaltender that's your defenseman and that's your centerman and mm -hmm. so there you go boom and getting a veteran in at least one of those positions i would argue you got to get a, a goaltender with some some experience especially yeah. you know going into the first year so very curious to see what they're going to do there but um then you need someone else uh, you know, in, in basketball, you would call it the floor general or something like that. In football, mm -hmm. the quarterback, you still need that. In baseball, I would argue that person is either your center fielder or your catcher, if not both. You need that person that's right up the middle, can see everything and can bring everyone together. And so, yeah, I, I don't know if that's going to necessarily come from the Islanders. I think 
when it comes to veterans, there's also, you have to get the right mix and you have to get the, the right type of leadership that's mm-hmm. going to mesh well with the coaching staff, obviously, because they essentially are an extension of that, but can also command the, the dressing room or the locker room. And so what is the right mix given who else the Kraken have on the board? Those are some of the unknowns, but definitely something that I'm excited to see uh, how it plays out once we finally get that roster. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be exciting. I'm excited for you. I mean, just the idea <laughs> of, a, of a new franchise starting out and you get to cover it. I think that's uh, that's great. You know, I, th- if you're thinking veterans, the defenseman would be Nick Letty. And then I guess the forward might be Cal Clutterbuck, who is a real mm-hmm. locker yeah. room leader, uh, you know, veteran guy, seen it all, done it all. Uh, not going to contribute a lot offensively, uh, but t- chemistry wise, and you know, y- you could put the C or the A on his sweater right away, kind of a thing. Yeah, and see, that's an interesting thing. You mentioned forwards. Now, forwards are where I'm going to have the most difficulty because you do need experience, you need people that can set that pace and really drive, you know, into the ozone, but. You you also you know want someone that's not going to be a liability on defense. To your point, uh, you know about the Islanders just really being expected to play well in all three zones. That's the kind of hockey player I personally like. So if I were Ron Francis, that's what I'm looking for. But then there's also this other element, and I'm not sure how much it's going to factor in. But the reality of it is that hockey is uh, going into, you know, outside of what's happening with the Kraken, they're transitioning um, with uh, network and broadcast partners. They are expanding. They are hoping to really grow this, you know, NHL, you know, multimedia empire. And the way to do that is to play an exciting brand of hockey. And that usually for a lot of people means scoring. So Mm -hmm. when it comes to who the Kraken are going to take at the forward position, I am very curious to see what's going to happen there because you're not going to get, I mean, you know, Ovechkin is not going to be available. You know, Barzal's not going to be available. You know, I mean, that's just not going to happen, right? (laughs) I mean, let's just say I'd be surprised. Uh, I guess anything could happen, but probably not that. I mean, I'm not a betting woman, you know, but I'm going to go with not that. It's NBA Finals. We've still got Major League Baseball, although they're in a little bit of an all-star break right now. MMA, UFC, all of the action, anything that you need, you can find on betonline.com. That's the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online. You can use your laptop, you can use your mobile device, and check out all of the great news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game and prep for a run to the playoffs, at least for baseball. Head to the website, use your mobile device, and sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And Gil and I wrap this conversation, of course, talking about some of the players, even some that are on the Islanders right now, that have Seattle or Washington ties and what this expansion to Seattle by the National Hockey League might mean for them, might mean for the fans in the Washington area, but also what it will mean when the Seattle Kraken uh, hits the road. So I think it was a great way to end. 
And I give a little bit of a shout out to those of you on social media, on the social meets, uh, who pointed this out. So I'm going to be focused a little bit more on that, focusing on the local Washingtonians, 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 Seattleites, satellites. You got to let me know the lingo. Anyway, the people that are local to now the 32nd NHL franchise, as always, Please show some love to my guests. You can follow Gil. So what do you do then? How do you create that excitement when for a lot of people, especially those who are casually watching the sport, the excitement comes from the offense. And Mm -hmm. so I don't know, but at the same time, the practicality of the game, to your point, Clutterbuck being good in the locker room, being a solid type of player that you know what to expect from them. It might not be the flashy goal, but it's consistent. I don't know what is the balance there. And that's why, you know, going team by team uh, you is, is difficult because ultimately it's only going to be successful if Ron Francis and his staff can make, you know, the sum of all the parts work. Absolutely. Had to ask you one more thing before we uh, head out. Uh, you know, Matthew Barzal has connections to the Pacific Northwest, yep, played yep. his junior hockey there. And even two years ago, when they first announced Seattle's getting a team, people were buzzing. Hey, maybe Barzal goes to and and the Islanders are not parting with him, obviously. But but has there been any buzz in Kraken circles about Barzal or even just so what it's going to be like when he makes that first trip out to Seattle this year? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm honestly learning about some Washington connections that I didn't even know about, you know, some I've been aware of and others not so much. And so, yes, Barzal is definitely one of them. I've already had people when I mentioned that I was going to be joining Locked on Isles, they made sure to to make sure we talked about this topic. So I'm glad you brought it up, Gil. But yeah, of course, that's exciting. I think even it's exciting. I, I come from the women's hockey space as well. I mean, Mm -hmm. hockey players from Alaska, from the the Vancouver area, you know, uh, BC, you know, everyone from the Pacific Northwest, you know, uh, to the left of us here in New York is really excited about the Kraken. So any kind of ties, yes, absolutely are going to be exciting. Again, not expecting it to happen in the (laughs) expansion draft, Gil, really not (laughs) expecting it to happen. Does it happen down the road? Who knows? Obviously, you know, the dream is always when you're playing in in the backyard, when you're, you know, when you're playing pond hockey, more often than not, players are dreaming of their favorite team and their favorite player. And that's who they emulate when they're out there skating, you know, when no one else is out there, when they're just doing it for the love of the game. So to think about some of the players, Barzal and others throughout the league that can have the opportunity to come to a a team in Seattle, even if they are coming as the opponent, I think is going to be really exciting for them and and for the fan base as well. No question about it. And and I I'm sure that, you know, the players are looking forward to it, let alone the fans. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it'll be a a brand new arena climate pledge arena. So uh, the mock-ups look pretty nice, Gil. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got our own new arena here too. That's right. November, so uh, the two newest arenas in the NHL there you uh, go. for our respective teams. So that should be fun. That that absolutely should be fun. And 
And look, let's let's definitely do this again when our two teams meet later on in the season, whenever they release the schedule. So. I would love that. Yeah, release the schedule. That's where we got to go. <laughs> Gil Martin, everybody. Gil Martin. I had such a great time, as uh, hopefully you could hear, talking to Gil, talking about the Seattle Kraken through the eyes of the New York Islanders. He has a fantastic show, Locked on Isles, every day, Monday through Friday for you. Make sure you go check that out. Make sure you follow him. Ice Wars, New York Rangers versus New York Islanders. He literally wrote the book on it. I didn't get into this with Gil, but um, I told this story early in Locked on Kraken. My sister got me into hockey because she got into hockey watching the Sochi Olympics, women's and men's, USA teams in particular. And then she, we were actually at a Rangers versus Islanders preseason game at Barclays, okay? When they, when they played at Barclays, obviously Gil told you that they too will have a new arena for next season. But, um, and my sister, I was like, well, who are you rooting for? You know, who are you rooting for? And she's like, well, yeah, I think I'm going to root for both of them. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm a big baseball fan. I feel like that's come out a few times on the show. I don't root for the Yankees. I don't even root for the American League in baseball. And I, I was like, Jesse, that's my sister. I was like, Jesse, I, I don't think that that's how it works. I was like, if, it, if baseball's any indication, I don't think that you can do that in hockey. So uh, we had to have that conversation. But, uh, you know, she's new to sports, you know, like, getting into sports at like 20-something years old. It was fantastic. But anyway, that was a fantastic squad cast. As I mentioned earlier this week, uh, and by earlier this week, I mean yesterday. <laughs> Hello. Who knows what day it is? It's Tuesday. I think. Um, tomorrow, we're going to have another squad cast. Armando from Locked on Florida Panthers. He and I had a conversation similar to the one Gil and I had looking at the Seattle Kraken expansion draft through the eyes of the Florida Panthers. Again, I go through what... Uh, um, again, we go through a, a few of the mock drafts, the same ones that I've been using who do we think is going to go? What is the makeup of the Seattle Kraken team? Are there players maybe that aren't projected to go in the expansion draft that fit? What does that mean for Florida? It's going to be great. And then later this week, we're going to have national writer Marissa and Jemmy on the show. And she's going to look at all of the teams. So she's got some great work over at NBC Sports, NHL on NBC Sports. Make sure that you are following all all of our guests. So Gil Martin, again, Ice Hockey Wars, New York Rangers v. New York Islanders. I'll leave that in the show notes for you. And then we have Armando Velez coming up tomorrow and Marissa and Jemmy later in the week as we count down the days, single digits, to the expansion draft. Lots to talk about. Of course, we're going to talk about the entry draft and we'll have even more guests on then. But for now... I appreciate you listening, whether you are on your, um, I know some people listen on their daily walk while you're at the gym, while you're traveling either to work or back home. We appreciate you here on the Locked On Podcast Network and certainly on Locked On Kraken. I got to let you know also, for those of you following on social media, we get a weekly roundup from the Locked On Podcast Networks and the Locked On Kraken show is number two across all of our 
all of our podcasts, not just in the NHL, across the entire network in fan engagement. And we are, we are the youngest show. So thank you so much for that. Let's keep this party rolling. I have a few updates. Hopefully I'll have a few updates about some things that we'll be able to do in Seattle, because uh, I already got my tickets for October, might make another trip before then. So let's make sure that we're staying in touch. Best way to do that is at Locked on Kraken. That's on Twitter and on Instagram. You can also email LockedOnKraken at gmail.com. And of course, you can follow me, your host, Erica L. Ayala. That's elindsay08 on Instagram, on Twitter, E-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-0-8. So until tomorrow... Wishing you lots of good vibes. Wishing you a great day. And make sure you stay locked on Kraken. Later days! Today on the Locked On Today podcast, this is Shohai Otani's world. And we are all just living in his world greatness. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.